Tickets are now on sale for the 2023 TCT Awards. On June the 7th, the 3D printing and additive manufacturing community will come together to celebrate the latest technology innovations and application developments at the 5th annual TCT Awards ceremony. The world's preeminent 3D Printing and Additive Manufacturing Awards program, TCT Awards is held alongside TCT 360 in Birmingham in the UK. To book your tickets, visit www.tctawards.com. Hello and welcome to Additive Insight, your source for news, interviews and comments on the latest 3D printing and additive manufacturing intelligence, brought to you by TCT Magazine. I'm your host Sam Davis and today I'm bringing you the latest episode of our executive interview series. On this episode we talk to Matt Dejardin, the senior brand manager of Bauer Hockey. Through the manufacture of ice hockey equipment and apparel, Bauer Hockey has turned to 3D printing technology from EOS to support the development of its React Helmet series. By leveraging EOS's proprietary digital foam technology, Bauer has manufactured a lightweight and breathable helmet liner with a 3D printed lattice that facilitates greater protection and comfort. During the episode, Matt talks us through the company's adoption journey with 3D printing, as well as how the React helmet was developed and the performance benefits for the user. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For more additive insight, head over to tstmagazine.com where you can subscribe to the print edition of TST Magazine and our weekly additive insight newsletter for free. Hi Matt, welcome to the Additive Insight podcast. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm good, thank you. Good stuff. So we'll um, we'll come on shortly to talk about Bauer Hockey and, and how the company is using 3D printing shortly. But first, if you could tell us about your role and your responsibilities at the company. So I'm basically the senior brand manager for all protective equipment, all players protection at Bauer. So including helmet, shoulder patch, and guards, gloves. So everything related to the players protection at Bauer Hockey. Okay. So can you tell us about the, the Bauer Hockey product portfolio? And I guess the the challenges you often run into from a product development perspective so basically the bauer portfolio touch everything that has to do with ice hockey so from ice hockey skate to the protective equipment to hockey stick so so we're we're basically touching everything and we're developing everything from the ground up so everything is like we have a huge r&d facility in plainville quebec and we're building um we're building everything from ground up, everything specific to hockey. We're the, we're the main leader in the in the hockey industry, so we're the number one player uh, with pretty high market share and, and most category. So this the secret of our of our success is really us developing developing from the ground up with innovative solution. Three uh, D printing has been a part of our product development process uh, since probably the last 10, 10 years and like to, to speed up the process of testing uh, mainly on the development side uh, of the uh, 
for the project so, so to accelerate accelerate the the testing of concept accelerating the testing some fit testing some idea testing some design uh this is how we've been using uh rapid prototyping and i would say in the last 10 years okay and, and do you have that technology 3d printing technology capability in-house or is it a case that you're you're doing so it it's, and then you're outsourcing so it started as an outsourcing but we've we've now have multiple machine uh uh element machine so i'm the i'm the brand manager so i'm not the engineer so i know so, so we have some liquid machine we have some uh, some filament machine but those are used to, to create uh really rapid prototype uh to 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 validate some concepts some shapes um uh, some design uh but with the with the, with the project we're talking about now we've we've invested in, in way bigger machine and new technology with eos so the um the the bauer my bauer r-e-a-k-t i don't know whether you pronounce that as a word but that that helmet that product can you tell us how um how 3d printing has been used here and i guess the benefits the technology has provided on on that product so the bauer we we call it the bauer react uh okay. react is our, our main family of hockey helmet uh and basically the my bauer react was the what we we wanted to do with this was to to get a personalized fit to to the to the player, uh, and this is why this is why we've looked into three uh, D printing to to get the uh, to use three D printing to create a personalized fit for every player. This is why we've we've match up with EOS. Uh, look at their technology, and we it was a good match for us to create uh, a unique product. That we would be able to personalize the liner, the helmet liner for each and every each and every player. And how do you go about personalizing um, the helmet liner? Is that is there like a scanning process and, and that kind of thing? So so right now, um, just to put you in context, so this project was launched with our NHL athlete first. So right. think about the, the NHL athlete for us is the the most elite athlete on the earth. We're we're spending a lot. A lot of money on on uh, making sure those guys can perform to the best. So we've developed the in combination and a and a partnership with Twicket. It's a Belgium-based uh, uh, software app company. So we've worked with them to to come up with a scanning system where, from an iPad and a structure sensor, a structure sense from Occipital, we're able to scan a player's head. From that, we will generate the an edge shape, basically uh, uh, the edge shape of the player. And then we, we can create the, the custom pods uh, uh, from uh, latticed custom pods that we can print uh, in our facility here in Plainville. So mm -hmm. the, the project started as a as a elite athlete project, so targeting NHL athlete. But uh, back in October 20th, we, we've just launched this program throughout a uh, selected retailer across the, across the globe. So we have now 300 retailer that has the capability to scan player or, or consumer in store. Um, for anyone who wants a, we call it the perfect fit because it's really based off the, uh, we're, we're building it, building the, the liner from the inside out. So we're starting from your head shape and then building up to the to the the, the shell of the element. In in terms of taking that 
product um, to a kind of a wider audience. So, you know, you start with with the elite athletes and then, you know, there's obviously a bigger market in kind of, I guess, I don't know, amateurs and, and hobbyists and maybe even like college level um, sports players. How do you go about making a product that's, um, you know, personalized and customized, accessible to consumers? So, so the way we're seeing protection, yes, it's a, it's we we're calling it an elite price point because it's there. There's a certain price point to this, but in our mind, like if we if you talk a skate or a, st- a skate or a stick, it's not every player that need the most expensive stick. When we think about ad protection, for us, it's not a question of level of play. It's each and every player should should protect their biggest assets, which is their ad. So this is why we wanted this to be available, this technology to be available for everyone. We don't think we started the project with the elite athlete, but this is why right now it's not, we don't consider this a, this is an element that helps you perform better only if you play a certain level. It's an element that should, should provide a great fit and great protection for every player. The, the other thing right now, it's a, the ad protection landscape there's a lot of legal terms. Uh, it's true that no no helmet will prevent concussion. What we can manage is the energy. The the we're we're basically managing the impact that goes through the head from a from a head blow to the that goes from the from the outside to the to the head the player's head. So our philosophy is. Like we can put whatever technology in an helmet, if it doesn't fit, it won't protect you the proper way. So what personalization allow us to do is to create a perfect fit. So you, we're sure that first we're, we're putting the technology to protect you, but also the helmet will be stable on your ad and protects you as you as you play. Mm, how how much of a difference does that make in in real terms when you have a a helmet that is kind of designed for your head as opposed to just a standard fit what was the, what's the tangible so, i i think it's the next step and comfort because we and, and and with this project we realize with scanning multiple thousands and thousands of, of different edge shape we've realized there's a lot of different edge shapes so with like some 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 people have wide edge shapes some people are narrow but long some have higher uh, higher uh, crown surface some of some of, so so there's a lot of different edge shape and or current helmet on the market have been like they've evolved over time to adapt to those different edge shape but creating this liner from the inside out you're you're basically removing any negative space uh so this allow the element to be super stable on your head so as you play it wouldn't wumble or or uh or move but also if you receive a blow you're always like the helmet is touching your head so the the blow is dispersed throughout a, a bigger surface uh so which helps on the energy there's there's a lot other uh benefit to the to the uh the technology we chose uh so but but we, we'll always focus on protection first and then there's we've built off some other benefit uh one of them being it's super comfortable uh, because we can over like a comfortable element will always be um, preferable to a non-comfortable element because player wants to 
like it's it's hard to convince player to to the to the benefit of protection. So we want to make sure they're they're comfortable. Uh, the other big benefit that we found out is through lattices, uh, there's a lot more airflow. Uh, so keeping the players at cool allow them to perform better. So that's a that was another benefit. Uh, that was that came out almost as a surprise how much it was a, a great benefit uh, to, to the to the player when they were trying. It was not necessarily a, a, a full intention when we started the project, but it it came out now. It's a players are looking for that airflow, and it's, yeah. the helmet is getting traction because of that benefit also. Yeah, because I read one of the well, two of the benefits I guess as in addition to to what we've already discussed was that the helmets um, kind of lighter. In terms of weight and and more breathable, um, and they were highlighted as two advantages. So, um, can you explain? Can you elaborate on why a as a why a, a hockey ice hockey player would would prefer a light and a breathable helmet, and how that helps? I guess perform that. Is that a is that is that something that you can put a measure on? Is that down to player preference? So it's it's a we've we've realized it's super hard to measure. Uh, because hockey is such a reactive sports, uh, the lightweight aspect of it is the heavier your the, the the more weight you put on your head, and as as a reactive sports, you move your heads up and down side uh, on each side multiple times during the game, and inertia of the of the helmet will play a role of reactiveness of your your head movement. So that's that's the first thing. Why this is hard to measure, but every time we we remove some grams or weight in the helmet, there's always a, a positive feedback from player as a as a more performance. So again, protection it's always in mind, but removing weight allow player to feel that like they're they're feeling more reactive the lighter the the helmet is. And from the ventilation standpoint. Like if you can keep your your head cooler over, like it's a very intense sport, so people are are getting warm, getting getting super super hot. So if you can get your air your head cooler uh, over the, the course of the game, you'll manage better your energy, uh, and 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 basically it's it's providing you better recovery. Uh, we're right now studying the effect of the the cooling effect. We know. Um, We've built some some tests on how faster and your and an an element one versus an element two uh, it bring down the 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 the, the temperature outside uh, and right now with with the Maybauer React we're in the fifteen to twenty percent faster uh, heat dissipation. Mm. So again the the the, the the big benefit of that is you keep your head cool, you recover faster from sh from one shift to the other, so you can get more energy throughout the the whole game. That's interesting. And as a as a company, um, you know, supplying helmets, I guess, primarily to these um, elite athletes. How involved are the athletes in terms of the design and development of products? Are they kind of do you do you lean on their insights and their and their thoughts? So whenever we start a project with the uh, whenever we start a project, 
we do take care of the inside. We we often start from 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 baseline where we are. What do we want to increase? So we we do some some players inside. Sometimes uh, for this specific project, we we've, we've talked to our most elite athlete to get their feedback. What can what can we do better on an helmet? We also talk to regular consumer as well. So we're trying to get both like the 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 elite athlete uh, feedback and the what I would say a regular consumer, regular hockey player, trying to to look at what what do they value and a and every project in this in this case was an element. We've realized comfort is the number one aspect. So when whether it's an NHLer or a kid starting in hockey going to the store, when they'll put an element on, comfort is their number one criteria. If they don't feel comfortable, they'll put the element back on the shelf and and go to the next model until they they feel this discomfort. So that was a driving force and 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 going to this custom feel, which is removing all pressure point you could have from a from a standard element with the uh, with a three D printing three D printed model. Two hundred exhibitors, four stages. 100 speakers, and 1,000 years of combined experience. TCT360 is firmly established as the UK's definitive 3D printing and additive manufacturing event, and registration is now open. Between the 7th and 8th of June this year, TCT360 will bring together market-leading technology suppliers and services, as well as the largest free additive manufacturing conference on the planet. TCT360 is a free, must-attend event for anyone looking to evaluate, adopt or optimise 3D printing technology within their business. Join us on the 7th and 8th of June at the NEC in Birmingham. To register, go to www.tct360.com. One thing I, I wanted to ask before I, I'll, I'll come on to the the React uh, helmet specifically in a minute, but I'm I'm not a, a follower of, of ice hockey, but I'm a I'm a follower of other sports, and I know that the um, the the topic of of concussion and safety is is a big kind of uh, point of debate in in soccer, which is a, a sport that I like. I know American football, which is you know obviously a bit more like ice hockey, a bit more contact going on. Yeah. Is there obviously as a as a provider of that kind of equipment, bow hockey is always going to take that into account but is there a a discussion it within the sport around that and is there um... so, so so right now there's no there's no standard in this industry on how to manage energy to reduce concussion because you can get a concussion from a non uh an, a blow that's not to your you could get a concussion from a blow to the sternum and it's yeah. the way your head is moving so and and that case an element would be would be useless. What we're trying to do when we're developing our element is to mitigate the energy from any impact to the head. So and most studies shows that concussion can happen through repetition of multiple low impact energy or one high impact energy. So it's a mix of we're we're always testing our element through low, mid, and high energy. And we're we're trying to we're trying to say okay what if what if this low energy happen uh, two two thousand time over the course of the the life of the 
the life cycle of the element and the eye energy might happen just once a season. Uh, so, so we're building our element to mitigate those energy. How, how is the, the liner system, the shell and the liner system mitigates the energy from a direct impact to the, to the element? Mm -hmm. uh, well, because I don't think we'll never be able to, to pretend that this element is, will prevent concussion. This element will manage energy that can lead to concussion. Uh, but but again, you can get a concussion from a, a blow to your sternum or or something yeah. else. Yeah, sure. And, and on the on the React um, helmet, so the the liners are, are printed, and and when you've got um, considerations like the the energies that that might cause a concussion or or a head injury or any other injury, um, was there an, an element of having to be sure that the three D printed liner could match the performance of liners that came before it. We we did we did the test. So so actually the 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 my Bauer React, we're still using a mix of 3D printing and, and traditional liner. Okay. So everything that interacts with your ad, it's 3D printed. And what we've did and the development, and, and this is the cool thing with 3D printing is we were it allow us to test multiple iteration of the same shape. Uh, so going from one shape to the other, we change the lattice, we change the, so basically we're using a Calvin cell structure, 3D mm -hmm. printed Calvin cell structure, uh, which is filling the space with strut. Uh, and we were able to, to, to change multiple uh, per meter of those Calvin cell structure and test it live as in our lab to show, okay, is this better for mid energy? This is better for high energy. This is better for, uh, that and we were able to do multiple iteration to come up with the optimal uh, optimal uh, structure to, to again to like based on our our standard to manage the best those three types of energy. Mm. But going to three D, you can speed up the process of testing because you can do within one belt six different options that you can go. Is this the most comfortable one? Some are harder, some are softer, but but you we can compare uh, on the same level everything. Mm -hmm. And in terms of um, developing that product and getting it out to market, where are where are we along that along that journey? Do are there athletes with with this React My Bauer React helmet on their heads currently? So so we've introduced this helmet last season, so season uh, twenty two in the NHL mid-season to only two player uh more as a test so we we've started with kale mccarr who won the made all the trophy and the industry and the hockey in the, uh, the hockey world if you if you're not aware he won the best player best best defenseman of the year in the nhl he won best player for the playoff and he won the stanley cup wow. so that was a pretty good start and the other player was jack eichel who was a pretty picky on on he, he's a Pretty particular, like he's an elite athlete that's that's very picking his stuff. And when we've built him the custom element, the adoption rate for him was like he from from the start he was he was in. So last season we only had two athletes, and then we've introduced it slowly, introduced it uh, through this season. Uh, and right now we have I think twenty four athletes wearing the helmet, and it's growing. So we're Great. we're kind of soft launching this in the NHL, and it's. We're we're uh, 
we're growing it uh we're, we're growing it slowly we've also launched uh to retail to retail uh and october 20th so across again across 300 300 dealer worldwide any consumer can go in store get scan and get a custom helmet within four weeks that's cool wow um and so is there any with with you know you've had uh two players initially with the with the helmet now up to you know more than i guess around two dozen um is there an a kind of ongoing feedback has, has that kind of feedback commenced in terms of potential product enhancements in the future, potential tweaks to design, or is that maybe still to come as more as more athletes wear the helmet? So, so we're we're planning to grow. So, what we think is within the next three years, hundred percent of athletes and the NHL will have custom products. So they they're already using custom product for gloves, for skate, for stick. Uh, and we think and the NHL, 100% of them and the next five years will will be custom custom element as well. Uh, or competitor offers like a, a not the same same option, but a, a custom option as well. Uh, so again, we're we're at just at the beginning of this era of of uh, using 3D printing and and uh, and and production. Mm-hmm. But we think the future is uh, the future is is great. So again, and and the next like as we launch it this year, we're seeing more players adoption as one player tries it, spread the words in the locker room, some other player asking for it, they try it, they're pleased with it. So it's a word to mouth uh, uh, growth. But it's there's this aspect and and team sports. It's we call it the locker room effect when one player gets something. And likes it he talks about it and the other player asks for it so we're it's it's growing pretty fast right now uh since we just launched we we've just launched this project we're we're getting a pretty good traction within within that um you know sporting and consumer goods space at large how much opportunity for for 3d printing and, and you know that type of technology moving forward do you see a, a kind of an appetite and a potential for for the use of that technology to grow so the the customization it's a big trend and mm-hmm. and hockey uh and at bauer we're we're offering a lot of option so for 3d printing right now the the element was kind of for n3 into the the providing um 3d printed uh custom option for for the uh, consumer consumer good but we're we're definitely looking to expand this uh whether it's through uh other other product category right now it's pretty secret what we're we're working on but there's definitely some plan on expanding the usage of our or capability to other category whether it's under protective or or other other product okay my my final question um obviously you know i i am aware you can't um can't talk to in in any great detail about what's coming next but perhaps if we if we look back and you know you mentioned that um at first the technology was was used for you know i guess um helping um product development and and iterating designs and gradually we've we've moved towards production in terms of the kind of internal infrastructure and the skills 
what is that required of, of Bauer Hockey as a company? So, so it was it was a pretty uh, pretty big investment for us. Uh, most of we, we we do have a production facility, especially for custom product in, in North America, and where where am I right now in Blainville, Quebec? Uh, we were mainly doing custom skate again for more for elite athlete. Uh, and when we decided to go forward with this project, we've realized speed to market was kind of the key key aspect, and we've invested in the production facility here and and our our Quebec location. So right now we're we're again we're starting with the element. We're we're planning to expand this, uh, but it, it yeah again it it required a lot of investment to to start a production line from scratch, uh, investing in those uh, 3D printing machine. There's more than just 3D printing. We need to post-process those parts, mm-hmm. assemble into, into a final element. But it was, again, speed to market was key for us in the and choosing this solution. And being based in, in, uh, in North America, we have a, a full control on the output. So that was the good thing. But it did require a leap of faith from our or or managing uh, uh, executive ex, or executive executive group, uh, and we they the I think the results are are pretty good. We're we're pretty happy with the results. With that said, with all the investment where we made into this project, we definitely want to grow this outside of just this uh, this hockey element.